Right, so in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about, you know, different feelings that come through and why. Um, so go get yourself a cup of tea or coffee. My tea is literally brewing, so you can come with me when that's done. I saw something yesterday. It was a Mimi, and it said um, something about England might run out of tea. And I thought, well, that's it then. I'm off to China, and I will walk it. Absolutely, there's no way. There's no, absolutely no way. So you can either come with me or I'll post you some because there's no, absolutely no way I'm going without tea. But it's probably just, you know, scaremongering. Um, right, so let's talk about what I'm hearing all the time. So you know what, I do the psychic stuff. People literally, I cannot explain the uncanniness of people ringing about the same thing. Energetically, we're all the same. We're on the same wave all the time. And recently, I've heard people say a lot, oh, you know, Katie, I don't know why I was doing American accents, because most of my clients are American. I think. Oh, Katie, you know, I just feel like something is missing. You know, I just feel like something is missing in my relationship. We've been together for like 10 years. Blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, and then and then I'll take another call and it's like, Katie, I don't know, but just I'm not very satisfied. And I'm like, do you feel like something's missing? And they go, yeah. You know? And it's like, it's beggar's belief. It's beggar's belief. So at the end of the day, um, hang on. So we are 2024. I'm trying to think of numerology here. So we're 2024, so we're at, energetically, a place where we will be wanting to bring in what we've been thinking about. So 2023 was a very reflective year. It was a year about kind of like, what do I want? You know, like it was last year, the arse end of last year, that I was like, right, that's it, I want to be in a relationship. Something I have never said. And I was like, right, yeah, yeah, I want, I want this, I want that, and I want thing. I had so many blocks around it. And then this year, I've been pretty obvious, um, pretty obvious, what? pretty open, like January, I was nine. I was like, right, I keep seeing signs of land and I'm still seeing signs of land. Yeah. And, um, but I want the, I want the one. I don't want two. I don't want three. I want the one. I do. So I've made that. And weirdly, since I've made that kind of call, I keep being pulled into different directions, both physically, mentally and emotionally. And I realised, shit, I've got a bit to heal from, you know? Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. So I seem to be like setting the groundwork. Set, set, um, oh, great. I told you I have a stomach. Um, <laughs> setting the groundwork for it. And um, it feels like whenever I speak to you guys, you're very curious and you're very at that point where you realise that something is missing and that you want more. And you're not terrible for thinking that at all. You know, life is about living for God's sake. Um, and on that note, let's go and make my tea. <laughs> so yeah, you come in with me. So we're now gonna walk into the kitchen and we're gonna find a little spoon. And there we go. And um, so you're never, I never want you to feel shame or guilt around um, wanting more and like there's something wrong with you if you're dissatisfied in your relationship you know what was exciting or what was deep at 
the start can change and it can change because the other person has changed. And that's, if I'm going to be completely open, that was the main reason why I've never wanted a relationship is because I am scared to death about someone changing and switching. I hate it when people switch, switch on me, you know. And uh, I've had a lot of that in my life, actually, just friends and stuff. And if anything goes right, you know, they're like, hang on, I'm trying to navigate these tea bags. Um, you know, they just switch up and I think, oh, don't like that. And um, so what I don't, I think because in a relationship, you see, I give everything. Oh, my God, I'm so de dedicated. And I'm like, uh, yeah, dedicated and like doughy eyed. Oh, my God. Yeah. I could fall in love. I'm like, oh my God, like they can't do anything wrong. So safety is really important because I just won't see it. Yeah. Or I'll ignore it. So yeah, it's really important to do that. So with yourselves, when you are starting to get a bit curious and you're starting to get a bit itchy and a little bit dissatisfied, please don't blame yourselves. Please don't. There's something that has shifted in you and your partner or your job or anything. And it's time to grow. It's time to explore. You know, think of it like this, babe. Think of it like a tree. A tree grows a branch and is enjoying that branch and that branch, no pun intended, is branching out. And then all of a sudden it's got a little bit of a curiosity to kind of like, you know, maybe grow another branch. Does it feel guilty because it already has one? No, it doesn't. And I'm not saying by all means be into polyamory. I had to Google that the other day, I didn't know what it was. But what I'm saying is that you're meant to be curious and live a fulfilled life. And I see so many relationship dynamics, you know, the um, the foundations are around convenience and, you know, familiarity. And people avoid deep relationships you know, ones around the emotional part, you know, they like what the other person does for them. And I know this because I take calls around it. People will say, I really like this person. They make me feel really nice in that moment. And they went above and beyond. So it's almost like they recruit people rather than, you know, fall in love with their beauty and, and things like that. So ultimately, you will get to a point where you're starting to feel that this relationship isn't quite right. Because you're ready for the deeper stuff you know, and um, yes, yeah, so and never feel guilty. And in your life as well, it's okay to not feel satisfied. That hunger, that underlining hunger is what's going to make sure that you keep achieving. You know, I, I have a lovely client. She won't mind me saying this. I did ask. And she said, I'm constantly dissatisfied. What is wrong with me? And I said, why don't you say you're constantly curious what is right with me? You know, like, there's nothing wrong with her. Everything about her is right. Like she could give me a massive list of what was right because she's so curious all the time. It's not that she's dissatisfied. It's just that her behavior, she kind of goes for these quick fixes. So, you know, she does marry for status and she does marry, she has married for status and she has, you know, married someone who, I mean, I don't mean to be rude, but it's a complete loaf of bread. She, we laugh about it. She is getting divorced. I mean, he's just an absolute ornament. He doesn't do anything, but at the beginning he did. So the dissatisfaction came, comes through, you know. And I said, instead of making this all about you and like, you know, like you're the troubled one and there's something wrong with her because he's called her spoil as well, which isn't great. You know, nothing like a bit of verbal abuse. And it's like, um, ultimately she's not. It's just that he 
has not made the efforts. He doesn't he doesn't make the efforts. He doesn't cherish her. And she's grown, you see. She's got her self-esteem to the point where she knows her value now. Her work's doing really well. Her life's doing really well. She's learnt how to self-love. So naturally, and in complete congruence with that, she wants to find a partner who cherishes her, puts her on a pedestal, admires her. She doesn't want someone who's like, done the dishwasher, and then, you know, you're spoiled. She doesn't want any of that. You know, she wants, you know, like little love notes and little things like that, and that's perfect. Then find someone who's poetic. You should never, ever settle. You know, we date people and we, we you know, gravitate towards jobs that uh, resonate with who we are in that moment. That's why you will have a couple of years where you just keep growing, you outgrow everybody. I reckon the last five years I've gone through friends like you wouldn't believe because I just kept outgrowing them. I was so, um, I was going backwards with the sense of, I was, it was mundane and insipid with what they wanted to talk about. And I was like going on this journey of like running a business and learning about stuff. And I loved them and I held on to them like you wouldn't believe, like a barnacle. But ultimately, they turned into envious little shits. And I was like, I can't have this energy around me anymore. Like, I don't mind while you have Love Island on and all this stuff. I've never seen Love Island. I don't know what it is. I've never even eaten a Taco Bell. I don't know what that is. And so I'm not really into pop culture, right? But I I love other people for doing it. But when you when the worm turns and they start, you know, bitching about me, then I've got a bit of an issue with that. You know, weirdly, yeah, I have. So, you know, I outgrow people very quickly. Um, and now I'm finding myself landing with people who are emotionally intelligent, secure within themselves. They are also you know, doing things where they're not going to be envious because they understand the efforts that I put in rather than they're jealous of the efforts that I put in. You know, so I'm being rewarded for the faith that I held through a, throughout those very difficult, lonely years. And this is where I want you to have more confidence in yourself. So if you are getting itchy feet and you are getting a bit like dissatisfied in your marriage and you're not feeling seen do me a favour and really look at that and wonder if you want to stay. I know it's difficult when there's kids involved, but, you know, if you're a kid and you grow up and you know that your parents are sticking together for you, A, that reimburses a lot of guilt for them, and B, that's what you think a relationship is, so you stick, you, you end up dating. I mean, obviously, I'm no psychologist. I'm trying to talk from experience here. You end up dating abusive people because that's what you think that you have to put up with. So it's actually very dangerous to do that. Just think about it. It's, that's more common sense, isn't it, really? You don't need a psychologist degree. Um, you know, you you learn what is correct by what you grew up in and what is tolerated, you know. Um, so you should never, ever, ever suffer. And I would love you to get into a place where your little heart is beating and your little heart is really curious and you want the best for yourself and you, uh, you know, you have got it in your head that you're going to be cherished and adored. I know it's real because I know how I treat people when I do date them. I mean, I very rarely date people, but I, you know, I have done in the past and I have gone above and beyond for people. I get up super early, you know, and do all the, get them coffee and 
things and look after them and do all these little things that are like too cute. I do, but that's how I, I am, you know. So I know it exists because I know I do it. So I have a bit of an expectation when it comes to dating. I'm like, uh, bish. Yeah. I've done so many things. I've walked miles. I've walked for like two, three hours just to meet someone at work because the trains are down, you know. And I'm like, no, no, I've got to go. You know, I have a real sense of duty, you know. And I won't put myself in situations where, you know, there's going to be flirtations or anything like that, you know. I mean, I went for a work, you know, I worked in a recruitment job and, you know, things can get a bit messy there, you know, after after work. And um, we had the Christmas party and I came home. Yeah. And I had a girlfriend at the time and my boss literally cracked the shits when I went on a Monday. He said, you know, there was an empty place for you at the table. And I said I wasn't staying around because it was so raucous. I said, it's, it's against my beliefs. And um, I kept getting picked up. Just these great big lads just kept picking me up. And I was dating someone. So I was like, no, no, like this is you don't get to touch me and you don't get to pick me up and things. So, yeah, I'm very strict around like things like that. So, you know, there's like an expectation that you should have. You know, if you feel it can be true and you do it, then why are you not expecting it from other people? Don't let the ignorant try and canvas over your expectations because they're so lazy and they're going to hypnotise you with this gaslighting, like you expect too much, you're spoiled. I mean, God forbid, you know, you've heard yourself and you just make a little bit of effort. That's all I'm asking. Mm. Hang on, let me take a sip. I realised throughout my life, it's very, very dangerous to be around people who don't have the same values. Very, very dangerous. Um, and expectations, you know, like, and appreciations, things like that, those, those values and behaviours, you know. It's, yeah, it's very dangerous because they are almost offended by you, you know, wanting them to make a bit of effort. What? No, thanks. That's why I've stayed pretty innocent, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know what, what half this stuff is. I hear about it. Like, honestly, I've never had a Taco Bell. Um, I've never watched Love Island. Um, there's a few things that I'm like, yeah, never done that, seen that, whatever. Yeah like to stay a little bit out and innocent yeah yeah and I have a little pen pal I've got to give you a shout out Stephen in Canada yeah little pen pal do you know how that thing he just he, he's been liking all my posts and being really supportive and we've been talking on Instagram and then I said I'll write you a letter I got a new fountain pen and I wanted to use it so now um he's my pen pal yeah you see he didn't see that coming, did he? Some bird in England writing him letters now and again. And he said it makes him joyous. It gives him something to look forward to. You know, arriving and there's a little, you know, airmail letter. Yeah. So you see little cute things like that. We're not dating, obviously. I mean, I'd back the other way. But it's like just little things like that. People do exist who are poetic. People do exist that, that do things. I've always had it in my head that I want to write a whole book about the person that I'm dating and I'll handwrite it and I will like every day write a journal about how amazing they are and just write little things in there like, I don't know, they emptied the dishwasher and then they lost their shit, but it was super cute. 
and then just write about it. Yeah, I've always had that in my head. I've always wanted to do that. So, you know, you've got to keep the magic alive within your own life. So if you go to work and you feel like your job is killing you, then leave. And before you say there's no jobs out there, I appreciate that. I do. But try. Just keep trying. Try every day for months and months and months and months and months until you get a job interview at somewhere where there are also really nice people. The worst thing you can do is give yourself a really slow, boring death. And that can happen in relationships. That's why I've been terrified of being in them because I've seen it and I've experienced it where I wasn't the same person. Yeah, started dating this person and then I slowly died. I remember a friend of mine said, I am so shocked. Like she hadn't seen me for six months and she said, I'm so shocked you're half the person you used to be. Yeah. And you know, you see the red flags, you know. So keep your little heart alive, for fuck's sake. And don't be opposed to exploring other options if you are slowly dying and being crushed. And be brave enough and bold enough to look at the problem. So if you are in a relationship or marriage and you think, I'm really not happy, I'm not, be bold enough to say, OK, I need to do something about it. Because the best thing you can do for your kids is show them that love exists duty exists and that's lovely but what they'll learn is they'll learn that they have to be dutiful to an abusive person so teach them that love and life is all about you know living it and loving it and being inspirational and finding inspiration everywhere they'll never get depressed you know so look think about what i said i love you loads as always i just want you to have such a magical life and you can start by doing all the little things you know if you want me to be your pen pal, you just let me know. I'll write you. Th I've got a load of new envelopes now, so, yeah. I've got a lovely fountain pen. I'll write you letters. That's fine. Um, Yeah, just do the, all the little things, all right, babes? Because you're so kind and you're so brilliant and you're so lovely. Oh, and you're so gorgeous. And I just want you to have the best life ever. And I never want you to settle. And I certainly don't want to see you getting downtrodden by a tyrant. You know, and then your family just not really giving a shit about your mental health. Like, oh, no, thanks. You know, life is wonderful when you get into a mindset where you actually bounce out of bed in the morning. You open the curtains and you're just so happy for a new day. And that will come when you start to tune into the magic of it. And when you tune into the magic of life, it's when you appreciate your life and you love it. And you're like, my God, this is this is like a romance in itself. You know, you don't have to worry about anything. But but that going back to what I said at the beginning, those itches and those that curiosity and that kind of like never being satisfied. These are warning signs that you're not satisfied. Like Nino, Nino, you know, call the police, <laughs> call the life police. <laughs> Because, you know, they are red flags and they are signals saying, uh-uh, not good. Things are not good here, babes. You're not going to excel, you know. So on that note, I love you so, so much. Come here for a big cuddle, okay? Arms out. Squeeze. Yeah. Love you.